Hi, it's Elizabeth. Thanks for coming to talk about this poem with me because I want to talk about this poem. And the poem I want to talk about today is called Poem After Watching an Inconvenient Truth with My Students by Emma Bolden. Uh, it was originally published in the Southern Review. Emma Bolden is the author of three books and three chapbooks. Her most recent book is called Houses and Enigma. It was published by Southeast Missouri State University Press in 2018. She has also won a lot of awards. Poem after watching An Inconvenient Truth with my students. If you're writing a poem about a tree, you're writing an elegy. All our theories about creation are tools to justify our own existence by its cost. We say the fittest survive. We say nature makes choices this way. A student tells me we can't stop climate change because we can't stop God. Can't choose the way he wishes to end us in our world. All of the theories we believe about God are fired by brimstone, are ways for us to disappear our responsibility. Inside of the field we can see is another field we can't see a silence that has nothing to do with us. We could choose what we could save if we stopped believing that only what belongs to us is holy. Bouncing off of one of the most challenging things about teaching, which is the experience of having a student whose view of the world is so diametrically uh, opposed to yours, and sort of how you have to face that and confront it, and yet also you can't alienate that student. So looking at the poem, this poem starts with such a strong statement. If you're writing a poem about a tree, you're writing an elegy. And it's telling me immediately, we're talking about the past already when we're talking about the present. We're talking about the end of the world. It's followed by another really big statement, and sometimes that doesn't work in a poem, but here I absolutely love how authoritative the voice is. It really owns this content, and it uses that moment of the tree and the elegy to think not only about the devastating impacts of climate change, but also about how we think about climate change, how we use our religious views of the world to absolve ourselves of our responsibility. And it's such a paradox that this poem raises that we center ourselves, we make ourselves the center of the universe, and yet in centering ourselves, we make ourselves totally innocent. We have no control, even though we feel like we're the center of the universe. And that horrifying paradox is the thing that is both limiting to our experience of the world and then also limiting to our ability to face the damage that we're causing. When you think about the end of the poem where she writes, inside of the field we can see is another we can't see, a silence that has nothing to do with us. You know, Emma Bolden is inviting us to consider how much deeper and greater the world is, you know, that it goes beyond our own inconsequence. And she reminds us of that again at the end of the poem when she says we, that we need to stop believing that only what belongs to us is holy. Think about what that suggests for a minute. What belongs to us is always smaller than ourselves. And yet, 
the holy could never be smaller than ourselves. So if we stop thinking about it in terms of our centrality, we're going to notice the greatness of the universe, that the holiness is everywhere and outside of ourselves and also bigger than ourselves. And so while this poem might initially seem to be kind of anti-religious, that it's fighting back against an idea of God, I think it's actually embracing a much bigger... Um, and more expansive and more profound view of God than is presented earlier in the poem. Um, And I just really love both the brutal honesty that it asks us to face the consequences of of our behavior and our attitudes as they impact the climate, and also invites us to consider the absolute wonder of the world that is around us. I'd like to thank Emma for letting me share this poem, and I'd also like to thank you for coming to listen to me talk about it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email me at esylviapoetry at gmail.com, and I hope that you come back to talk about another poem with me soon.